the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. See how you can get involved in support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. Radio host and co-founder of Throughout All Ages Ministry, Joe Guyona, left to be with the Lord on October 2nd, 2021. Since then, we've been playing the Throughout All Ages radio ministry programs replays in its entirety. On today's show, we play an excerpt from DW's View featuring Stacy Guyona, Joe's wife, entitled A Profile of Courage. Let's talk about Throughout All Ages. Now, I know that you and, and Joe founded Throughout All Ages together. Can you talk about Throughout All Ages and, and uh, tell us about that? Yeah, a few years ago, um, we were witnessing over on at the malls and at colleges. Um, my husband was speaking at a lot of places and we noticed that there was a big issue going uh, with the next generation. They weren't believing in what the Bible said and they were looking at, I think I said this on the last show, it, they're thinking, looking at it as a fairy tale. So they went and look at the Bible and its account as real live events. They, like a historical historical account. So they looked at the Bible as they grew up in a Christian home and left the home. They walked away from their faith and 65 to 85% of kids are doing this. And these are kids who are growing up in the Christian home. Mm-hmm. And we noticed there's only about 30 concrete questions that all these kids are asking and they could be answered. So we came up with 1530 apologetic um tough questions for with easy answers. So we provided those easy answers for these students. And our goal was to talk to these students before they left the home so they would have a better understanding that the Bible is true. You know, the Bible was never meant to be a science book, but it has a, tons of information about science, like the earth hangs on nothing. Um, the, and then we have a hand, I mean, it's all through history. And if you look at different religions, when they talk about cities, states, cities, countries, you're like, I've never even heard about that. But we can dive into the Bible and see that these cities and, and countries that they're talking about are still around today. And so we wanted to get to these students and let them know that Jesus is a real figure, all man, all God. And he came to this earth and he died on the cross for our sins and rose from the dead. And now he's sitting at the right hand of the father. And we have notations that over 500 people saw Jesus. Yes. And we have history. We have artifacts. We have the Dead Sea Scrolls. So there is a ton, a wealth of information showing that the Bible is correct and its accuracy and the whole story behind that. So we started going into the public high schools and just all around. And um, it, when 
people called for us to come and speak. And we had those topics to present before the students. And we, we see such, I today see and we've seen such an impact it's doing on these students. And like a light bulb goes on, oh, this is true. This is true. Look at the evidence. It's not blind faith. It's there. Yes. And um, we, we know for without a shadow of a doubt, the Bible's true. And we want to bring that to these students before they leave the home. Well, I tell you, you know, it's more critical today than ever, especially with the indoctrination of our children in school, with everything that's ungodly uh, being taught to them. So yeah, you could go back 20 years ago and we would, or, you know, 20 years ago, we would know that the Bible is true. We would believe that there's mm-hmm. the God of heaven and earth. We believed in Jesus. But when we talk to kids right now, they're making, they're cl- make, taking the claim that they're an atheist or agnostic. Mm-hmm. So the, um, they have really took God out of school and replaced it oh, with yeah. evolution and indoctrinating our children into a godless society. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And even with this uh, program that the president is trying to pass, and I pray that they don't because it'll destroy the country, they want child care from birth. And do you know that in that program of child care from birth, that the provision that they make for child care will not include Christians. Christians will not be able to take advantage if they get the child of that child care. So that is to indoctrinate children from birth without God. And that's right here in America founded on the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we know this country started on yeah. the Bible. And so that is exactly. the plan is yeah. to indoctrinate our children from birth. And the reason here, but not with God. Yeah, we, exactly. And the reason why they say Christians aren't allowed because the Bible has a standard and there are do's and don'ts. And people yeah. don't want to live by that standard yeah. of the word of God. We um, are godless society. Um, people want what they call good is evil. And yeah. what is evil they call good. So we have to actually really stand strong and proclaim it even stronger and more. So their hearts, their hardened hearts would be softened. And we pray for them to come to repentance. Amen. Amen. Now, you and your precious uh, husband, Joe, you started this ministry together. We know we were all praying for Joe. But, you know, God had another plan. Mm -hmm. And as much as we prayed and we were hoping and praying because we love this man so much because he just, you know, he just didn't meet a stranger. When you met Joe, you felt like you met a friend. And you just wanted him around. When you saw him, you just wanted to give him a big hug. That's just how loving and kind he was. And and so, but we know we'll see him again. Mm -hmm. But uh, how are you doing? Because I know you went through a lot of grief. Your family, we all did. And we all cried. Uh, Absolutely. And um, my husband passed away uh, and went into the arms of Jesus October 2nd, this year, 2021. And prior to him being in uh, passing, he was in the hospital for eight weeks. And during that eight weeks, eight weeks, I was that girl grabbing onto the hem of Jesus's garment, having as much faith as I could. I was like, take any doubt away from me, Lord. 
Um, but our plans are, are not always God's plans and God had, and we could not, you know, we don't sometimes, sometimes we don't understand why God does certain things, but we get a piece when we just let it play out and say, God, not your will, but my, I mean, not my will, but your will. Mm -hmm. And so, but I did pray and I had all the faith that God would bring Joe back to me, but it was very evident that at the end that that was not going to happen. And we know, um, you know, we could say, and my son always said this to me, good doctors, bad doctors, third world country or in the United States, sick or not sick that and my sister in law said this too. That was Joe's appointed time. God in the Bible, it says he has appointed a time for us to leave this earth. Yes. And that was his appointed time. And so and that is comforting to the sense because uh, God is the author and finisher of yes. life and death. So we look at those verses as we go through the, the Bible and search the scriptures. We know what the word of God said is true. So yeah. we have to believe in those words. And then when you're going through the suffering part of grieving and having that sorrow of the love of your loved one, especially when it's your spouse, it is, I'm coming home and no one's home and he's not there or I'm not calling him anymore. So a huge part of my life has been ripped from my life. And so to go through this is to cling to Jesus, to know that his truths are real and true and powerful. So as I'm going through it still, because it's been almost, it's been a little over 10 weeks, these thoughts come into our mind. We're vulnerable, we're weak. So even more, the Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. So we have these thoughts like (laughs) woulda, shoulda, coulda. And now um, I have to say don't, won't, and won't, wouldn't. Uh, because those thoughts are like, could I have done something different? Could I have um, uh, not done this? And though you have, I have to hold those, those Mm -hmm. thoughts. I have to hold those thoughts captive unto the obedience of Christ. Because Mm -hmm. when you entertain those thoughts of something, you can't even change now. um, It gets dangerous. And so we hold those thoughts captive, but unto the obedience of Christ. So if I don't do hold those thoughts captive, I'm being disobedient to Christ. So I think right now, I, my, what gets me through this is my morning devotions, praying to God daily and just clinging to him because he is my strength. And I couldn't go through this sorrowful time without him. And I did get involved in a grief share class. I did get, there's this uh, class in Chino Hills at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, once a month that a good friend of mine teaches, and it's called Women of Worth. And um, a whole bunch of widows, I'm now a part of the club that no one wants to be a part of. But I found out hanging out or um, engulfing myself in women who experiencing what I have experienced, and just being around those godly um, 
foundational Bible believing Christians, um, it has been an extreme help to get me through this as well. And God is so faithful. Jesus has carried me through this and has been my strength this whole time. And not saying, and one thing, two things I would like to share about grieving. There's about two things that people go through during this grief process. They get numb and don't cry at all and just get numb. That is dangerous. Um, It's okay to cry. The Bible says God holds our tears in a bottle and something comes along with those tears. um, When you cry, it's a a healing process. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I have my time of uh, shedding tears, but we have to rise up and we can't. I heard people and I have not been through this yet. And um, hopefully it never comes where people will just cry all day for three days and just stay in bed. That's what's so great about giving it to Jesus, because mm-hmm. in that time of crying out to him, you rise and he fills you yes. and he comforts you. So we can't be stuck in a certain grieving point to where we're numb, we're, we're, we're frozen and we can't move on. We have to get on with life. We have to do those responsibilities and, um, and we have to get help from a godly, um, you know, reach out to those that are my struggling in the same way you are, or go through a grief share class, because those steps are really helpful in pointing you to Jesus. And you have to have discernment if they're giving you biblical counsel as well. That's always so important. Yeah. Well, thank you for that advice. Cause I myself have lost my first husband. His was immediate uh, in a car crash. So I understand what you're going through. And my sister just lost her husband. And so I appreciate you being able to come on here and talk about grief, because I hope we can reach someone with your message uh, today, Stacey. One thing I wanted to bring in, um, Dolores, before we move on, you know, with Joe, we know where he is going. It says to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. So people who do not know Jesus, we, and just like your, um, as your first husband and Joe, we didn't know, like, you know, they were fine one day and then all of a sudden they're gone and they're gone. So I really want to encourage people to examine themselves and see how their relationship with Jesus is, because, um, we need to get right. The eternal, you know, we look at this life, we've all lied, we've all took God's name in vain, we yes. sinned against a holy God. So we need to know that the wages of sin is death, and yes. the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And what's so neat is God demonstrated his love for us that yes. while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yes. So those who are in their sin and you're alive right now, it's not too late. To go to, to get that, restore that relationship with you and Jesus. So Jesus is the way, truth, and life. And we need to turn from those sins, put our trust in Jesus and um, repent, turn from our sins, put our trust in Jesus and get right with him. Get right with Jesus. Read our Bible, pray to him, get in a Bible believing church and start that new life, that new journey with Jesus, because he's the one that's going to save us from the wrath to come. And so we, this time short, that's all I know. We can look down this life. And um, my husband was ripped from my life. And now I'm here living on, um, 
on my own, but I am living with the comfort knowing I am going to see him again and that he, he's in, he's in heaven with Jesus and he is, there's no pain, no sorrow. Yes. And, um, and that's the comfort that I have knowing my husband is in heaven and I'm going to see him again and thank God for what Jesus did for us on the cross. Amen. Amen. You know, as I said, you and my sister have the same, are going through the same thing, same time. And she has your same attitude. And That's so wonderful. she's grieving along with you with yeah. recent loss of her husband. And thank God that you both have Christ. We yeah. all have him. Yeah. And uh, so it's just good to talk about him and share yeah. this good word with people for them to know that there is hope. And I only hope. Yeah, for sure. When I am put in a position like this, I'm like, okay, God, I could waddle in my sorrow or I can use it for the for the glory of God. And that's the decision I made. I am, I am not ashamed to tell that first person I meet. Um, My husband has passed away and give that gospel message because God will use this for his glory. And that's my heart. uh, Um, do everything in the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, on that note, now with the, with your throughout all ages, will you continue to reach this next generation? And do you have people, a team of people who stepped up to help you with that? Yes, I do. We do have a board. I just a few weeks ago became the CEO of throughout all ages. And um, it's so amazing because I'm doing things that I have some things I haven't done and there's things I'm really strong with and can do, but I am amazed at how easy the process was to just um, go through and get this put in my name. And I had help of my tax guy. He assisted me during this and some uh, close uh, financial partners talked, um, uh, assisted me and told me the steps of the next steps that need to be done. And um, I, Joe also had a radio program that is still airing and will continue. He's on KPRZ um, in 2.30 in the morning. You go to kprz.com or tune in to um, 12.10 a.m. And so he's on that station. That that I just replayed his shows that are also on all podcast platforms. And then going into the school, I am still... Um, in communications with those who are in the schools already. And now what's so neat is I'm grabbing the apologists I know, and they will go in and actually it is going to expand even more because Joe was one person, we were growing. And so he was going to all these schools. But now I have like five or 10 people hitting all California and I'm getting going to be getting into these schools. I'm already scheduling them. And also, I want to let you know, um, I am partnering with, it's called Creation Fellowship. And you can look, uh, look them up on Facebook or on YouTube. And what happens is they have Zoom meetings where they have apologists, creationists, or um, that go on here and speak every Thursdays at on zoom every thursdays at 6 30 well they've asked me to grab apologists and have um ask them to uh come on the zoom meetings and give 
a lecture or a presentation. So right now I'm scheduling for the end of January and the remaining of 2022. So mm-hmm. it's going to, you guys will get to see some of the, the leaders that are going to be speaking in place of Joe going into the public schools. So um, we have some great speakers and lined up and I'm really excited to be able to sponsor the Creation Fellowship and help in these resources um, so people can just hear the apologetics. And um, and apologetics means, doesn't mean I'm saying sorry, but what it means is to give a defense. So it goes with 1 Peter 3, 15, to be ready to get, sanctify yourself in the Lord, but to be ready to give a defense, to give an answer for the hope that is in you. So we look at the Bible and we, we um, will go out and talk to a lot of people and the Bible has answers. And so that's what we're doing. We're giving answers to those that have questions and there are easy answers to tough questions. And that's what our ministry consists of to give those answers, foundational answers to, uh, to change those minds that to those people that are heading in the wrong direction. Amen. Now look at God. Just look how exponentially he grew that program. He went from Joe working along and now look how he's expanded this program. Yeah. He, he just did what only God can do. And that's why we don't know the future. Exactly. But, yeah. but he does. Yep. So the legacy of what Joe started will yes. continue. Yeah. So, so Jay, Joe, gave, oh, look, look what, look what you started and look what God, look how God is, is completing what you started. And just putting it on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So I was, I was, I had a question actually. Why do you think throughout all ages ministries is necessary? But you kind of just explained that. Yeah, it's is very there essential. Any, anything else you want to say about that? Yeah, I, um, you know, it, it's interesting to look. It's very hard to find um, sometimes when you're out there in the church setting. Um, we have the pastors preaching and we have the teachers teaching in the Sunday schools. But when I uh, see them, apologetics is left out. You know, we look in the Sunday school classroom and mm-hmm. look at Noah's Ark and they give a depiction, a depiction of the Noah's Ark and Noah's Ark didn't even look that way. And so um, it, it's so important to give the true account of what the Bible says, because like I said, we, the kids who leave the home, leave the home and they grew up in church and they heard the Bible stories, which I should, we should change that name to Bible accounts because yeah. these are true. Sometimes when you say stories, you think of fairy tales, you think of, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, the, so what I find so essential is to have a different take on what the how people have been proclaiming the the Bible in Sunday schools and let them know that Jesus is a real life figure and hey that show them what Noah's ark really looked like and it, it didn't and put dinosaurs in the ark why not because yeah. we have an issue where they're leaving out dinosaurs and they don't Kids don't even think dinosaurs are in the Bible, but what is a dinosaur? Dinosaurs are land animals. So 
back in creation, when God created the heavens and the earth, what day did he create land animals on the sixth day? So I would say that dinosaurs were created on the sixth day. And so there's just so many important aspects to cover um, that have been neglected through the years. And we need to bring that back and give an answer for the hope that is in us. And, and people seem to neglect those answers, those questions and move on. And that's scary because that one individual who's asking that question, he actually doesn't get it answered and then walks away from his faith. And I would like to share one, one time when Joe was speaking in a high school, um, this gentle, this young boy guy, he was a senior and he came out to Joe and just followed him out and said, Hey, what church do you go to? I just got saved a month ago. And I've been searching for answers and none of them were answered. And then when I heard you speak, you answered a majority of my questions. And then Joe at that time was able to point him in the right direction to do research and hard to believe that was his last day at school because he was heading to college. And so, and Joe was talking about the mythology, mythology gods. We have all these gods out there. Why is the God of the Bible, the one and only true God? And when Joe was speaking out at a school, um, this one girl was going through her phone to see if what Joe was saying was correct. And she put up her hand in front of the whole um, class and said, Uh what Joe is saying is right. I looked it up. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's being critiqued, which is awesome. Yeah. What we say is correct and we have answers. So it's so essential to continue throughout all ages and much needed for the next generation to know that God's word is true and we can trust in it. It sure is. I'm so, so thankful, Stacey, we're able to have this conversation. Now, moving forward, what's in the future? What's yeah. in your, what, just talk about it. Tell well, us. well, uh, yeah, you know, I am pushing on working for Salem media and I also am continuing the throughout all ages and working, doing, getting those speakers and our radio program will still continue. New content will be coming up in the new year. Joe did have um, a semester prepared with worksheets, uh, outlines, and um, video content already. So I'm going to be working on that in the new year. So we could start having students if they're doing an online class, um, we could do that or I could take it into a school. I have so many ideas. It's just God, where do you want me to go? Because we could actually publish, turn his um, semester into a workbook. And so, and with links to make it a PDF where people can go do these classes online. And that is um, awesome. yeah, so that I am powerful, you know, God took my husband home, but yeah. those kids are still out there lost yeah. and confused and being indoctrinated. So as long as God has me here, I yes. will continue to proclaim the truth of God's word. Amen. And and the good thing is, is that you have other people working with you. That is, that is even yeah. more powerful. Yeah. That God just, he's using you, 
but he's also bringing others along to help you. Yes. And that is so wonderful too. I'm just grateful for what God has provided. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stacey. I'm so thankful to you for being my guest today. This has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.